Nintendo Cartridge Society presents NCS Classic Edition, The Legend of Zelda, Part 4. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, joined as always by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. Mark. How's it going, Patrick? Ah! (laughs) I never know who's going to talk first. I never do either. I mean, I talk first. Right. But then who talks first after I've finished saying your name? Great point. Right. I always say, uh, I always introduce you and then start to, like, start a sentence. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Mark Mitchell, Mark. And that's where we have confusion (laughs) as to what should happen next. Uh, We did it. We did it. We've uh, conquered Ganon. We've saved Hyrule. We pulled the Triforce out of Ganon's guts. Let's start there because that was probably spectacular. The biggest shock of the uh, last third of this game is when you kill Ganon and you kill him. Make no mistake about you it. You sh- shoot him with a silver arrow. That's right, a silver arrow that you have u- needed for nothing mm-hmm. uh, up to this point. Murder him with a silver arrow, and he explodes. In the viscera. Yes. All that remains is a pile of his guts. Yep. A pile of Ganon guts <laughs> uh, with a Triforce sticking out of it. <laughs> that Link just fishes the yeah. Triforce out of the guts. Right. And licks his enemy's blood. Yeah. And, and rubs it all over his body. And just goes. <laughs> uh, so that was surprising to me. Yeah, that was surprising. I'm sure I've seen that before, but like I don't. I have no memory of that. I have no memory of it, and I don't remember anyone talking about it because like right. the game's not. You're obviously you're killing uh, creatures and stuff, but like it doesn't feel like a violent game. And no, nope, everybody just disappears. Everyone just disappears as like a little bloop, and they're gone. Uh huh. Um, I was momentarily reminded of, I guess, spoilers for the end of Wind Waker. Um, but at the end of uh, Wind Waker, you stab Ganon like in the head. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and I remember thinking that like that is a um a, a spot, a rare spot of like real violence um in that game. And I, I it has me wondering now like is the Ganon fight always a little bit violent? I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, just maybe these two great examples. <laughs> I think yeah. I'm try I'm trying to think and I I yeah, I don't can't think... remember uh, something like that. Yeah, like in Link to the Past or I anything. I mean, d- definitely not in Link to the Past. Definitely in none of the 3D games does he explode into <laughs> God, it'd be so funny <laughs> to, like if, blood. Like, you slice him <laughs> and it just like blood splatters <laughs> on the camera. <laughs> that would be the hardcore Zelda game Link fans just, been asking yeah, for. Yeah, the hardcore Zelda game that fans crave. Uh, Link's just like standing there, breathing heavily, his shirt torn, <laughs> his blood just like splattered over him. As he can hear the cries of his dead relatives like in the background. <laughs> Basically what I'm saying is I, we're turning it into a God of War game, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so yeah, give Link a kid. Give Link a kid. Put that camera over the shoulder. That's right. <laughs> so it's the new God of War game specifically. Yeah. We'll just call it Link. Oh, here's the thing. I would play that. No, you wouldn't. I would because Nintendo would do it. I mean, if Nintendo did it, it would be Nintendo doing it. Right. And it would be probably pretty good then. That's true. It'd probably be adorable. Yeah, that's right. He'd be so cute. <laughs> uh, so that's the end of the game. Should we skip back to uh, 
the dungeon dun- uh, level seven. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So this is where we've at this point we're like okay we've gotten pretty much everything on the map. Also, maybe last time did I say that we were that we had eighteen hearts? Uh, you know what? I can't remember. Um. Yes. So there are only sixteen hearts in the in the whole game. So we know. <laughs> <laughs> This is uh, the apology portion of the the non-apology portion of the podcast. Um, anyway, we we grabbed one of the last like straggler heart pieces. Yeah, so we, uh, right before we got to dungeon nine, the end of the game, we were like, oh wait, we're missing one. Yeah. So we went to the overworld to grab the one that we had missed. It's the one that you have to bomb for in the southeast corner, like sort of near the mm-hmm. uh, near the the shore. Now you're gonna and you're gonna want every one of those hearts, every single one. You're gonna want every single heart. You're gonna want a red potion. Again, this is all going to level nine. Do we just need to talk about level nine? I think so. I mean, look, the first two are so seven is kind of unremarkable. Yeah, it's difficult, but only in the way that like level six was. Was, like these are the first ones where we actually had to like puzzle our way through them. Right. So seven though was seven the one that ended with the boss from level one. Yeah, the dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Where you just pop him twice with the sword. Yeah. Because at this point we have the magic sword. I mean, all the bosses like we were talking about last time have kind of been a disappointment. Even Ganon. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um. Yeah. But well, yeah, to see the level one boss there yeah, again in level seven, no more difficult, really. No, because at least the other dragon, like the one whose head moves around, yeah, or heads moves around, like the Hydra. Um, at least he has more heads. Yeah, which it makes him more intimidating. There, there was also uh, level seven reintroduced the uh, is it called Dig Dogger, the thing that you play the whistle to defeat. Yeah. Um, or was that level? eight that we had it must have been seven because i was playing yeah that's right um and uh, And you see that like three times in that dungeon yeah but the weird thing is the first one you encountered and you played the whistle um instead of turning into one little eye turns into three yeah so like it's three times as hard as the (laughs) the boss as the boss of the previous level um yeah nuts um okay so y- you were playing through level seven yeah um what else was going on in there I- i'm not sure i have the the cleanest memory of it which is weird because we played it not that long ago yeah but like i'm what was the item you get in it that was the was that the red candle that was the red candle. yeah that was the red candle kind of a pointless item yeah um because uh, you get the uh the book for the wand in the in level eight and that turns your wand into like a wand slash candle. Right. Um, but it does... Uh, here's what we, what we were saying. So you, you get the red candle, which allows you to burn as much as you want without leaving the screen. Um, and you find level eight by burning a bush. So theoretically, if you don't know where you're going for level eight, you are suddenly uh, given the power to burn as much as you want. So it would then be easier to find it on the overworld. Well, it would at least be an indicator that you need to burn things. Yes. The game is good in at leading you in that way. Right, without telling you. Like, leading without telling. Um, yeah, go ahead. Was it, all, it was also level 7 that we had to go back and buy some meat. We did have to go back and buy some meat. And I'm, I'm guessing an old man in a 
cave somewhere told us that we would have to do that at some point? No, I don't think so. We we hadn't been picking up uh, the meat in this game, which I I believe is called bait. Um, and you can throw it down at any point in the game, and uh, the enemies just sort of like mob on it instead of you. Oh. But I don't know if it works. I didn't even know that was a thing. I think it's just an overworld thing. Like, I think in dungeons, you know, you're not you're not fighting against animals. You're fighting against, like, mummies and knights and stuff. <laughs> right. Also, on the overworld, they are very generous with, like, hearts and fairies yeah. and yeah. rupees. But when you get in the dungeons, it becomes very stingy. The drops become a lot less. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, level seven, we were saying, c- kind of unremarkable, other than we had to feed the so we had to leave yeah. farm yep. some for rupees yep buy the meat and right. then go back that was like the most uh yeah seven was fine it was but eight was where it became like challenging well eight level eight uh to me seems like it is primarily a test of your combat ability like the rest of the game is like yeah sure you're fighting but you're also exploring Level eight was just like, just kill all these things. Like, so it's no surprise. I was like, Patrick, you should do this one. <laughs> so I decided to drive. <laughs> um, but that, I, that was good, I think. Oh, oh yeah. Like yeah. It, it, was, it was the right choice. Absolutely. Um, I would have been miserable in those dungeons. <laughs> like, I would have been miserable playing. Yeah, sure. Like, if it was just me, that's like one thing. But having somebody else have to suffer through you, like, performing poorly is <laughs> not... What was it? What what made me yell at you in this? I feel so bad, but I did. I did. Mark did or said something. No, I. Uh, I went, it was Mark. It was when we were using the whistle to warp. When we were using the recorder to warp around, which we weren't. Uh, last issue. Last issue. Last. Yeah. Um. <laughs> la- you know. Uh, yeah. Last issue of this magazine. <laughs> we talked about. Whether we would use warping or not, turns out we did. Uh-huh. It's handy. Uh-huh. And, yeah, I, was, I warped, like, in the wrong direction. So we just never went anywhere. <laughs> also, I think, I think it was, like, we were where we wanted to be, and you just pushed B again? Yeah. Or something? <laughs> that sounds like me. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. I feel so bad. We're playing a game. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, in any event... um. Yeah, warping around the map is uh, kind of neat, um, and I, I like that uh, if you're facing up or right, you warp to like the next number dungeon that you already beat, and if you are facing down or left, then he goes like backwards through the rotation. And another one of those things where you would have no idea. Yeah, no way to know that, unless In- you were like experimenting with it. Yeah. Um, or you Red have Nintendo. the internet. Yeah, or like Nintendo Power or something. Right, or call the Nintendo Power Pros <laughs> yeah. at uh, whatever that hotline is. Maybe 1-800-Nintendo.com. <laughs> dot com. Dot com. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, level eight, uh, frustrating, but actually kind of a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun to like figure out where we were supposed to go. And there was backtracking in it, but mm-hmm. it, didn't, it never felt uh overwhelming yeah and actually i think that was one where uh we were playing it and you had like a, a guide on your phone and i was like no no no, no, no. like yeah we, let's let's just do this um and that felt totally like manageable and fun where i don't think it would be manageable or fun is level nine boo boo level nine it's not like so level nine is they just death mountain yeah. they just throw enemies at you it's enormous too 
the map is it's like a double map. Yeah. Do you know, it's supposed to look like a skull, I think, but yeah. to me it looked like one of the uh um Ghosts from Pac-Man? Or bad guys from uh Space Invaders. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Presumably some manner of space invader. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, I mean that dungeon's too big. It's too big. There are too many uh, times where you need to just like bomb walls. Um I, I do think that one of the like technical limitations of this game is that like I, I don't think o- limiting you to eight bombs increases the fun of this game. No. Um and I get that it's a, a matter of like how it's storing information and it only takes up like one bit or two bits or something to get to uh the number eight. Um but man, it's a bummer. We we got to a point in level eight, level nine, where we needed to leave because we had used our bombs. Also, we died. But <laughs> but uh, you know that that you need to like go back out and farm bombs or uh, just wait until you encounter more bombs. Speaking of bombs, so let's talk about this. Yeah. So yeah. there's an old man in level eight. I think that's right. Who gives you a message that is the tenth enemy has the bomb is that what it says or has bombs has one or bombs. the other yeah and so mark did a little digging because we were like what the right what is this guy talking about how is this relevant in any way yeah usually when you get those hints it's like to lead you to the next level or something that you'll need to know in the dungeon itself yeah this one didn't seem applicable to anything so it turns out that in the japanese version of the game he tells you to get the magic key Right, which is something that you could overlook in level eight. Yes, and uh, what it does is it allows you to use have unlimited door unlocks, which is super helpful. Yeah, and uh, that I would use just for fun in the ninth dungeon. We walked into a room where there are three locked doors, and Mark was like, okay, go left, and I was like, nope, I opened all three doors. <laughs> I figure if Ganon wants them locked, I want them <laughs> open. Uh, so that... Yeah, so uh, go for the master key seems like a good mm-hmm. uh, a good piece of advice. So surely the tenth enemy has the bomb uh, is also good advice, right? And so what people were saying worked for them was that apparently when they were killing nine enemies without taking any damage, the tenth enemy would drop a bomb. Now we tested this on the overworld. Oh, good point. And it did not work. Did not work. It, uh, we, but we never tested it in a dungeon or in that dungeon. I wonder if yes. it's specific to oh, uh, sure. level eight. Level eight. Here, okay. So a that okay. The, let's put this little uh, thing in a, in a capsule. Um, but then also, I was standing in front of uh the entrance to level eight. And I uh, blew the whistle. It's a recorder. I'm sorry. Um, and the tornado starts to come. And an enemy knocks me out of the way. Oh, yeah. It was one of the centaurs, right? Yeah, one of those centaur guys. Knocks me out of the way. Uh, and so I don't get carried off by my friendly tornado. Yeah, that was cool. Um, so here are two things about this game that, like, I didn't know. Like two fundamental ways this game works and i know we're saying it so much about breath of the wild like oh i didn't know you could do that or i oh i didn't know this was part of this game um and you know you and i aren't like super experts on this game or even experts (laughs) (laughs) we're fans we're barely proficient (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but we finished it. We've beaten it. Mm-hmm. We're big, strong men, and we've uh, saved. We have big hands. Know, we have enormous man hands. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think it's cool that there are still parts of this game that, like, the game is still sort of revealing itself or still has mysteries in it. Um, 31 years later. So, okay. Um, warping around, finding that last heart piece, uh, level nine. What? I after beating this game, yeah, really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed it. Uh, really want to watch a speed run of it. Yeah, to see how people get through it so fast. I can a hundred percent understand why when Zelda two came out, people were like, "What is this?" Yeah, I mean, it is. I I would happily do one of these for Zelda two. Um. I've never, I really like that game. I've so. never beaten it, and I tried to get into it on my NES Classic when we got the NES Classic, mm-hmm. and had had really struggled with it. Yeah, so, I know. Mean, I think it's one of those. It's probably even more um, impenetrable than uh, this game, um, and it it uses a a bunch. There are a bunch of cases where the character, the NPCs, are telling you what to do, but it's really poorly translated. So, like, their instructions don't make any sense. Um, so, yeah, it, it's one that uh, I knew how to play as a kid because I had Nintendo Power, and Nintendo Power told me what to do. <laughs> um, so I'm sure that's part of the reason why I really like it. But Yeah, because this last time I played, I tried to even play through with a guide. Yeah. And the it seemed like there was no good way around it because it was like playing with the guide, I just felt like yeah, I wasn't doing anything. Because it was just like, go to this location, go to that location, go to... You're right, it didn't feel fun. Yeah. But trying to do it myself felt impossible. There... So, I, I feel like that's the way guides are written now. Um, or, like, guides online are written. They're just, like, a very procedural, go here, go here, go here, pick up this, go here. Um, I almost wonder if there would be a market for a guide that um, is written just to, like aid you in the experience of interpreting the information you're getting yourself. So if like, um, if there's a guide where it's like, then you reach this village, go talk to everyone in the village. And then, it, it, you know, like you've got to turn the page or something to like get yeah, to more where... of like a hint system than yeah. like a guide. Yeah. Or is some, yeah, exactly. Um, being like, remember what that dude said? And then you're like, Oh no, I didn't know. Go back and check out what he said. I mean, I guess that's why, uh, um, Navi exists, right? Listen. <laughs> uh so there is no Navi in this game. There's no um voice that uh tells there's no what what are the names of all these all these helper Oh gosh. So there there's Navi in Ocarina. Uh-huh. What's the name of the fairy in Majora's Mask? Am I is this a bad idea for us to try <laughs> I to I think name this these? is a bad idea. I think I we're think just one of them infuriating. Is fee. Yeah, Fee. That's the one in Skyward Sword. Right. Midna? Yeah, Midna in uh Twilight, Twilight Princess. Princess. Um Jeez, that might be the best <laughs> I can do. The the King of Red Lions. We're just in... like in, we're just infuriating people right now. No. No. Don't <laughs> they they've been, they were driving to work and just like Tared their steering wheel, steering wheel off. No, no, threw no, it no. out the window. No, they love this. <laughs> Look, when we say something dumb and someone knows better, then they can be like, huh, "I know more than these guys do." Yeah, like, just no reason to be mad about it. Just be smart. 
That's fun for you. <laughs> uh, so the uh, game ends, right? We blast Ganon with one silver arrow after hacking at his... Uh, it is kind of disappointing that, like, Ganon isn't animated at all. He's just a sprite that appears yeah. and then disappears. Um, I can imagine being really confused about what I'm fighting if I didn't have an idea of what Ganon was already. Yeah, you only see Ganon for a few seconds. Yeah, and then before At he most, explodes. Before he explodes into a celebration. Yeah, before it's skeleton fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> Innard confetti. Yes. Um, and then uh, Link is victorious. He uh, goes into the next room where Princess Zelda is waiting um, behind fire. Fire. Um, that can damage you. So you, theoretically, you could have you like could half die. a heart. Oh, like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you imagine? Can you imagine beating Ganon and then going into the last room and being like, "Zelda, I'm doing it," <laughs> and then just burning to death? Oh, so terrible! Uh, you have to murder the fire with your sword. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I did take damage there, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I had never put out fire with my sword before. So why? Anyway. Um, and, uh, Zelda's wearing, like, a red dress? I don't remember. I, I mean, obviously, the NES can do pink. We see it in, like, Super Mario Brothers 2. Um, but I think she was wearing, she looked a lot like Link. And Link, at this yeah. point, is wearing the, the red armor. Yes. Um, red and brown. Um, so, uh, you <clears throat> meet up with Zelda. You both hold Triforces over your head. I don't really know... So there are three Triforces, right? I want to break down the mythology here. <laughs> Where in the timeline does the tr- <laughs> do the three Triforces set? Uh, Is it the same Triforces oh, in the yeah. other games? Or are they uh, connected throughout parallel universes by like qu- like a quantum particle, right? Like if you affect one... Right, or does... like Quantum Leap? Yeah, yeah, just... <laughs> Did you already say this? I feel like I'm having an aneurysm. Did you already talk about how ori- we... Th- said that you could get the red ring oh yes you oh, could do we, 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 we have not we have not talked oh, okay, about okay. uh so in the la- last issue of this yeah the last uh, issue we i said oh maybe it would be a good idea to um pop into level nine and grab the red ring um and then you know before you're ready to actually do the dungeon and then um pop out so that you can use that extra defense for you know whatever dungeons are towards the end of the game not possible not possible uh mark why don't you tell them why? <laughs> well, Patrick, uh, if you don't have the full Triforce, which you get from completing the other eight dungeons, there's an old man who's blocking your path into level nine. And you can try to give him meat, but it won't, it won't work. It won't work. <laughs> um, I want to go back to talking about the Triforces. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Oh, good. You're... <laughs> You're collecting one of the Triforces, uh-huh. shards of one of the Triforces. Yes. There are three of them, Wisdom, Power, and Courage. Uh-huh. Um, wisdom being Zelda's, Power being Ganon's, Courage being Link's. Okay. Um, and at the end of the game, you uh, pull one out of, of Ganon, right? Um, so is that a separate Triforce from the one you've been collecting? Yeah. Okay. So. Yes. So you've been collecting the Triforce of Wisdom, presumably? Or are you collecting the Triforce of Courage? Zelda has her own. I think you're Courage. Zelda has her own. 
Okay. And then you get the one from Ganon, and then you have the three, even though they only hold up two at the end. Okay. So we just both. So we we don't hold up the uh, the third one, the Triforce of Courage, because we just put it back together. You want to be careful with <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to drop it and mm-hmm. have it shatter into eight pieces again. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I think so. I think that's how it works. Uh, so then credits roll on this game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like four people made this game. Everybody's using uh, yeah, pseudonyms. Pseudonyms, except for the executive producer who was the old president of Nintendo. Uh, it did. Was it? Is it? Nope. I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna know it. I know. I'm not gonna know it either. Um, Navi. We'll just say Navi. Yeah, Navi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah so yeah all, all using pseudonyms um and then twice on the credits it said ten ten mm-hmm. like the number the word ten the word ten I don't know why um, that must have been somebody's pseudonym yeah maybe um or it could have been like the name of a team oh possibly or something um kind of a group pseudonym uh and then it's like second quest is ready for you or like another adventure awaits press start um so. We've got second quest sitting there. Uh, do you have any desire? I'm not saying let's do it, uh, but I'm saying do you have any desire to jump into the second quest? Be it today or ever. No, not really. So I'm not a huge New Game Club Plus guy. Right. Well, and this isn't even that because you don't have anything. Like right. you start back at zero. Um. So is it more difficult? I think it's more difficult. All of the um, dungeon entrance locations have switched. Um, so, like, nothing is where you think it is. That doesn't sound fun to me at all. Right. Uh, I mean, other than we could just find another map and uh, just do it again. Right. Um, but, I mean, there's, there's something to uh, being able to, like, remember where these things are or... Yeah, I don't know. It, it's, it just seems like there's not as much, like, cultural significance to experiencing the second quest. Well, I, I, yeah, because I feel like part of the fun of playing a video game over is getting better at it. Yeah, and this would be arguably getting worse at it. <laughs> or, just like, being as good at it, but just not knowing how to use how good you are at it. Yeah. Um, I think that would... Playing second quest as an adult would be the only way to replicate the feeling of like the first time you played The Legend of Zelda. Cause just like wiping the slate clean and being like, no, figure it out all fresh. Um and I think it does say something that I'm like, I don't want to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I, I, I don't, don't want to do, do that. that. No interest in doing that. <laughs> um all right. Well, I think that's gonna about wrap up our conversation about um The Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Mark, do you have any uh We would thoughts? love to hear you, dear listener, your opinion. Yeah, because you Legend played along with us, right? Three dungeons at a time. Like we said from the beginning. Yeah. We did say that. Uh, <laughs> I mean. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, we'd love to hear uh, your experiences with Zelda. When were you getting, uh, when did you get the bracelet? We didn't even mention the bracelet. Oh, yeah, we got the bracelet. We pick- <laughs> Oh, yeah, we got the bracelet. Uh, yeah, we, we picked it up, like, heading into level nine. Um, but, like, you can get it earlier to kind of use it as a sort of warp system around the map. Um, did you do that? Uh, did you get all the hearts? 
when did you get the magic sword? Just like, wh- when was the first time you played? What was your experience with Legend yeah. of Zelda? We love hearing that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, exactly. And where, what, like, what place does it hold for you now? Have you ever done the second quest? Yeah, I'd love to hear that. Uh, what are the names of the uh, uh, helpful Zelda creatures that we forgot? That's right. Yeah. The, the ones that made you rip the steering wheel off of your car. <laughs> Mark, I think everyone is just happy and chill. I don't, I don't think people get as mad as, as you think. Why do they listen to podcasts then? <laughs> to not get mad? Do you get mad at the podcast you listen to? It's the only reason I subscribe. <laughs> it's the only reason I talk to anyone. <laughs> All right. Well, um, hey, also, if you have any suggestions for what we should play next. Um, we in- have an idea. We were thinking of doing mm. Donkey Kong Country 2. Yes, that's right. I For forgotten. the SNES. Mm-hmm. Um, because both of us are big Donkey Kong Country fans, mm-hmm. um, but haven't really played 2. Also, how should we play it? Should we play it on uh, the Wii U Virtual Console? Should we dig out a Super Nintendo cartridge and play it that way? We can play on some like creaky old Super Nintendo controllers. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then if you have other suggestions for games we should play, it's, uh, you know, we can have a big backlog of this. I think it'll be fun. Uh, so that's going to do it for... Oh, wait, where should they send those suggestions? Oh, they should send them, thank you, to uh, Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Or you can tweet at us at Nincart Society or uh, message us on Facebook. Um, we're just Nintendo Cartridge Society there. Um, all the usual ways that you can get in touch with people. Mark's phone number is... <laughs> I don't know anyone's phone number off the top of my head. Um, great. Thanks for joining us. Network.